3: Hey everyone, it's Travis.
4: And Caitlin from Fool and Scholar Productions. Thank you for joining us for the story of Croxmont. This is the first of many stories we intend to tell in the Don't Mind podcast feed. The next story, which is entirely unrelated to our favorite English village, will be premiering next spring right here. Brought to you by the same creative team, myself and Travis. In addition to preparing and producing that story, we're also working on a new adventure you can enjoy with your entire family, The Boar Knight, a story about a heroic boar doing good deeds as he crosses through a fantasy world with his companions. We will be releasing a new episode of The Boar Knight every two weeks while we prepare for Don't Mind's new season, so we hope it brings you something to smile about until then.
3: Speaking of which, a final reminder that we are a very small team and that your support on our Patreon goes a long way toward helping us keep the lights on and maintain the quality of shows that you're accustomed to. We wanted to quickly give a special thanks to some of our top patrons, without whom this story simply would not be possible. Aaron Wharton, Ada, Ada Frog, Adriana Veloz, Amy Harper, Alex Corcoran, Amanda Ronia Denga, Andromine, Andrew Roper, Anthony Gaba, Anti-Specs, Aria the Foxkit, Aubrey Dieren, Bjorn Peterson, Brian Hancock, Caleb Gilbert, Chi the Mermaid Hunter, Colton J, Daddy Cupcake, Daniel Stewart, Kathy Deadly Blonde Robinson, Deborah Kennedy, Dennis Turganov, Dylan Scott, Duckmoo, Ellen De Dangerous, Evan Nugent, Garish Balasabramaniam, Grumpasaurus, Haley Daniel, Hannah Wusso, Hollow Ripper, Ian McConnell, Jack Grant, Jack Revel, James Mahaffey, Juanizio Guzman Medina, Jerry Bookhammer, Jillian Jacobo, Joe Toloche, Jomo, Josh, Josh McDougal, Jonathan Brooker, Kat Sanzo, Kate Carter, Vatinkovan S. Kevin Roberts, Larissa, Larry Dickerson, Lost with Two Faces, Marcus Larson, Mark Maria, Marshall Mince, Matt Schnabel, Michelle Aliesh, Mr. Book, Nick from Texas, Nightstick, Nika, Noir, Peter Lillyvold PJ Preston, Phil Griffin, Mike Brown, The Scarksons, Ricky, Swansong, Tengri Khan, The King of Hypocrites, Trevin Childers, Wyatt Denman, Will Sohn, and Yonv. Thank you for helping us bring Don't Mind to life. Thank you for listening,
4: and enjoy this episode of Don't Mind Cruxmond. <laughs> Previously on Don't Mind Cruxmond. Dr. Kingston, alone in the car, was abducted by Cruxmont villagers while Neil confronted Colin in the orchard. Deceived by his brother, Neil was overpowered and drugged only to wake up in an unknown room along with Gwen. After awaking, Gwen and Neil were surprised by Adelaide Birch, who returned to Cruxmont to help Gwen. Adelaide explained that the fungus monstrosity known as Old Cruxmont was the villagers' version of an afterlife. A collective memory stretching back thousands of years, but with several life-altering side effects. Colin explained his inability to leave Cruxmont now that the fungus had taken root in his brain, and soon after they were told to prepare for meeting the village elders. And now for the final episode of Don't Mind Cruxmont.
5: Oh, yes. Hey,
7: lady! Get out of the <laughs> road! No. Hello, are you OK? Come with hey. me to the pavement. <clears throat>
5: Miss? <sighs> Miss? H- Hello?
7: Hello. Are, are you OK? Uh,
8: do I know you?
7: No, um, I'm Jess. You were standing in the middle of the crossing, even though the lights had changed. Oh. Do, do you know where you are?
5: <laughs> I'm in Canterbury.
7: Good. Do you need to sit down?
5: Um. Yeah, maybe for a moment.
7: Okay. Over here. Come on. Take a seat. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are, are you okay? That could have been dangerous.
8: Uh, what could have been?
7: Standing in the road like that. Are you sure you're okay? Oh, yeah.
5: I'm, I'm. I'm fine. I, I just uh, couldn't think. Do you have the time?
7: Uh, it's seven forty-five. Were you headed somewhere?
5: Uh, I'm walking uh, to the hospital. The hospital? Mm
7: -hmm. Uh, How about I walk with you there? Then I'll have to go catch the bus or I'll I'll be late for work.
8: Right. Uh, uh, Where do you work?
7: At the Café Nero near St George's Tower.
8: Café Nero. (laughs) Oh,
5: I could go for a coffee.
7: What were you doing standing in the middle of the road?
5: Uh, uh... I couldn't remember where I was going for a moment. Just slipped my mind. I'm fine now, but um, thank you for your help. You you really don't need to walk with me all the way there. I know how to get to the hospital. And and I don't want you to miss your bus. Are you sure? I I really don't mind. The hospital's just there. (laughs) I I know. Uh, That's why you've no need to worry. Thank you for your help. All right. If
7: you insist. Take care now. (sighs)
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Good morning. Morning, Dr. Kingston.
5: Uh, good morning.
7: <laughs> Tea's in the pot, and the charts are on your desk. I need coffee. Sure, but it's cold, and about four hours old now. The perfect gift from the last shift.
5: Uh, um, anything else I need to know? Mm-hmm.
7: Jacob left all the paperwork waiting for your signature on your desk, on top of the charts, so do those first. Mr. Goddard's lab results came back and everything looks fine, but please take a look
2: So Colin went back to the village?
9: For now. Poor dear looked tired and he can't be away for long. I spoke with Mary about putting him up at the inn after the festival until we can find him a proper place in Crooksmont.
10: Just how far are we going? This is it. We won't bring you any closer than this.
9: Thank you, Roger. What's your step. <sighs> Thank you. <clears throat>
5: uh. who are these people?
9: Those elected by our village to preserve our safety and our secret. Everyone in the village will be informed in the end, but for now we must deal with this quickly and quietly. This is William Burden.
6: Hello, Dr. Kingston.
9: Margaret Moss. Hello. And you know my cousin Mary. Hello again, dears. Roger, representing the All Hill family, as he is closest to this situation, and the rest of his lot are busy with the festival.
3: And him? I'm here to
6: make sure you don't do anything stupid.
5: I think there's a bit of a worry, Neil, since the attempted fire. Right. Mm.
6: Please take a seat and we can begin.
3: <clears throat>
11: Our hope, yeah. ...is to discuss the events that brought you both here, and to work out a path forward. But most importantly, we are responsible for our people and their safety. We'll have to protect Crooksmont, our families, and our afterlife.
6: How are you going to take care of Colin? Your brother will have a home here in Crooksmont. Given his circumstances, we're happy to have him stay. That's great and all, but what if Colin doesn't want to stay? You talk about it as a foreign
2: thing that replaces your brain. How much of Colin will be left? Colin's an addict, and for all I know, you have him hooked on this thing. He he doesn't deserve to be stuck here. He just got
6: his life back. Now what? He's he's dependent again? It's already too late for him to separate himself from Croxmont. The choice is a moot point. He stays. But you should understand that old Crooksmont has no effect on his other choices or his feelings. It's not a substance to be abused. It gives no highs or lows.
8: Focus less on protecting Colin and more on encouraging him. Life here can be wonderful, calm, peaceful, with a strong community. We understand your worry. We want to protect our family as strongly as you do yours. But Colin is our family now. We will watch over him. You will never be alone again. Uh,
5: Neil, do you mind if I ask some questions concerning Colin?
2: No, go ahead. I would want to know.
5: How does Colin connect you to old Crooksmont? I I understand that due to his lasting neural damage he was affected quickly, but how does it differ from the residents of Crooksmont?
8: What does he give you that you need? Colin is what we call a tie. Due to the damage, he will have clusters of growth filling in the most damaged parts of the brain. These clusters do not arise in our normal residence.
11: Right now, he can see memories in his sleep and hear old Cruxmond speaking to him. The longer he stays, the easier it'll be for him to communicate with us freely, transferring knowledge from old Cruxmond to us and the other way around.
2: But can he control it? Or does it just happen?
8: The last time I said it was like picking up phone calls... She'd never picked up more than a handful in her lifetime. So, get one
11: of your
2: own to be a tie.
11: We would never force someone to go through something so terrible just to create the opportunity of a tie.
2: Terrible? The drug addiction. You would have to create an opportunity for it through something like brain damage or disease. Yeah. Okay. But why do you even need a tie? It seems like you've got a pretty good handle on all of this
6: already. Our communication with Old Cruxmont is weak, lacking since our last tie passed. The ability to access all the collective memories of Old Cruxmont and their guidance does not become available to us until we pass on, so to speak, and join Old Cruxmont. Before that, we've got nothing but the physical attributes.
8: What William is trying to say is that we cannot speak to Old Cruxmont on our own. The tie is our only way.
10: We've been trying to devise a way to communicate more clearly without a tie. Our most recent attempts have been to interpret the old Cruxmont biofeedback using a synthesizer. In effect, to give it a voice. Ah, those are the wires we saw in the tunnels. Uh, Okay, but if the system is so
5: delicate, why have a festival at all? If this is so dangerous, why bring people in? Why not just get rid of
10: us? Don't give them ideas, Gwen. We aren't killers. We just want to protect our home and our way of life.
11: We don't hate outsiders, but we can't share old Crooksmont with everyone. Many would react as Neil did and would not be able to stop every attempt to hurt us. In fact, on the rare occasion that someone from the
9: outside does join us, like our fine constable here, we're ecstatic.
6: Imagine being stuck in this place for centuries on end. New people mean new memories. Old Croxmont loves and greatly enjoys the rare times when someone joins us from afar, and to an extent we encourage bringing people in. New experiences, new places, new lives. A whole set of memories outside of Cruxmont.
9: Another reason we are glad to let Colin into our family.
5: But Adelaide, you left.
9: I'm getting on in years. I thought I could get away with one more trip out of the village... Just to see the White Cliffs before I settled in for good. Simple little mistake. I ran out of my capsules before getting home.
8: We got a call from Adelaide. She was very confused and couldn't tell us where she was. We spent a few months looking for her, checking medical facilities between here and Dover. Once we found her, Edith went down on a short trip to deliver the needed supplies. Capsules?
6: Yes, Before the invention of penicillin, we didn't have much scientific knowledge about Old Cruxmont. We knew it was a fungus, so we looked at what they had done with penicillin and attempted to replicate it with Old Cruxmont. It took some time, but we succeeded in creating a very simple capsule. Afterwards, we began to experiment and realised we were able to leave the village for up to a month at a time, but mental acuity drops over the duration of use, even with the capsule's. ...until eventually the spores alone are no longer effective.
5: So what you brought Adelaide was just a capsule of spores? If the effectiveness drops over the duration of use, how did she recover so quickly?
8: No, no, no. What Edith had to do was terrible and dangerous. But thankfully, Adelaide won't remember it. We sent Edith with an active section of the mycelium, which she stuck into Adelaide's nose. Forcibly. It is not pleasant.
9: Thankfully, I don't remember that. But I do remember having jam and scones. By the time I arrived last night, I knew I was already beginning to slip away. And now I feel like myself again. But those months will always be missing.
2: So, you developed a way to leave the village for a while. Explains all the draft dodging and stuff.
5: But it could work this is it. There is some part of old Crooksmont, some chemical or some reaction, some cure we could bring out. It could save us like it saved you. How does it feel
9: to, to get it all back? I got my childhood back first. Strange how it works really. It felt good to have everything so clear. The bees in the orchard, the smell of the wind in spring. But when I recalled the survey in Old Crooksmont, there was a flood of love and sadness. I wanted to return home. I wanted to see my family and live my life in the orchards I love. But to remember the limit put on my life, that was a sadness I would have preferred gone. There are always things you want to change about your life. But I have no regrets. And when I got the call and heard you were in Cruxmont, I needed to be sure of your safety.
2: So, if you just, like, collected tourists from across England, brought them here for long enough, and then killed them or fed them to old Cruxmont,
6: you could get their memories? We don't kidnap or kill people. Usually. We do not. Colin's brief detention was a reaction to one fortunate occurrence, which grew in a more under exceptional circumstances. As long as Colin's forgiven
2: you, fine. He seemed pretty damn adamant that it wasn't the worst place he ever slept.
5: So We could study it. We should study it. Does it have to remain a secret? Perhaps we could find a way to to isolate it. I could work to keep old Crooksmont and you safe. We could use the fungus behind old Crooksmont, the science, to help. Thousands. We could find a cure for a myriad of neurological degenerative disorders and more. We don't even know the extent, the scope of such a thing. There are possibilities beyond Crooksmont, beyond the people here, for people like me, like Colin, Alzheimer's, Huntington's, Parkinson's, substance abuse, possibly even traumatic damage. The list goes on. We don't know until we
10: try. Old Crooksmont is a complex and delicate system. We don't know if it can be used that way,
6: or if it can sustain itself at such a size. That thing would be a plague on this world.
2: Didn't you see it? It's rotting people. Decaying people.
5: Alive. But the hope would be to remove the need for direct exposure to the living old Crooksmont fungus. To isolate the chemicals and biological elements that give it its healing properties.
9: And if it is impossible, if the cure cannot be separate from the consciousness, would you still choose, old Crooksmont, to live a long, healthy life, free from the worry of losing yourself but with the slow decay into the earth below at the end of it all, to endure forever in the mind of old Croxmont, would you choose us?
5: I don't know. I would be making a choice out of fear, losing my life, my mind, my memories, everything. So which fate is palatable? Allow me to study it. Give me the opportunity. If I lived to 140 and strove every day to find that cure or some salvation for others, then such a fate would be worth
6: it. We tried to study it in the 80s with no success. We had neither the expertise nor the newest equipment.
5: The the medical science has come a long way in the last four decades. Our understanding of genetic transformation systems is wholly renewed. Of gene function and cloning. Our ability to sequence the fungal genome, any genome, is now astonishing. CRISPR technologies have advanced so much recently. We can't overlook this new opportunity.
10: Out of the question.
11: Why so? Times change, Roger.
6: It is a possibility we should take into serious consideration... If we want to know more about ourselves and our community, we need to be open to this.
9: It is not for us to decide. It will be the choice of Old Croxmont and all those who have come before. Yes!
5: Ask. Ask, Old Croxmont. I will take every precaution. I've worked in research before. I know what to do. You have a doctor here, but if I return to my hospital... I'd have access to a lab.
10: No. She can't take samples from the village. It's too dangerous. We can't risk the exposure. It would never be traced back here. You traced it back here.
9: Stop. There is no reason to debate this until Old Cruxmont has been informed and a decision has been made. Thankfully, with Colin here, it should not
11: take more than a week or so for us to come to a decision. But even before that, we must worry about trust. How do we know Dr Kingston will not expose us? I saw old Crooksmont moving. I saw those people
5: half collapsed into the walls. But I also understand your position here, your families. I will not compromise your safety, and I would not want to defend my sanity if I were to claim something terrible lived beneath these hills. Crooksmont's secret has nothing to fear from me. If I get to research this... I will tell you first and foremost when I learn anything. I'll work alongside your doctor if you wish.
2: No, stop. Trust? How can we believe that thing down there isn't just looking for some way to, like, grow and start eating the whole of London? London? I don't know. Manchester? Somewhere big. We have no such
8: intentions. We only want to be here, in our home, so our way of life can continue.
6: We're more worried about you. The mouthy American who can't keep his trap shut.
2: I would never do anything to endanger Colin. If he's here, if he's safe, then no one has to know. And not just because I'm terrified of being stuck here long enough to become part of that, but if Colin ever tells me that something's going on here. Speak
8: to your brother again, dear, before you begin making threats you may regret.
6: Fine. So, what do you choose? What do you mean? Do you want to stay in Crooksmont with your brother,
2: or leave? Staying here was never an option. I'm going home. I'm going home without him. I mean, I don't want this. I don't want to be part of that. But I can always come see him, right?
8: Of course, dear. And you, Doctor...
5: If I am permitted to study the old Crooksmont fungus, I need to leave. There are labs with much better equipment than Crooksmont has available. And your disease? I've had fewer episodes since arriving in Crooksmont. Coming up here so quickly with such limited evidence was a a desperate act. But I don't know how much longer I'll be able to continue my life as it's been. But until I am no longer able, I will keep looking for a cure, a preventative. So, please ask old Crooksmont. And if you can communicate my sincerity, I am sure we will see more of each other in the future.
11: Do you have any further questions before we return to the festival?
2: Yeah. Hey. What? Did you really choose to come here?
6: Yes. I didn't lie when I told you before. I fell in love with a woman from Crooksmont. And I moved here to be with her. My auntie told me everything and I made my choice. <laughs> and usually, this is a happy, sleepy little village with few problems. A very relaxing job.
5: The local teenager who was murdered in the 1920s. Did her death have to do with old Crooksmont?
9: Sadly so. A situation not unlike our constables here. But the love was not strong enough to overcome the fear. Zelda Moss fell in love with a boy from Leeds. He'd been working in Darlington, and they met when she helped deliver plums into town. After a few months, during the festival... Zelda told him about old Crooksmont, but when she did, he did not accept it. Became terrified. He killed her then and there,
8: then fled.
2: What happened to him?
8: Well, I heard just the very next day he choked on a plum pit. Didn't have time to tell a soul.
2: You said you don't kill people. We prefer not to.
9: It seems our discussion has come to an end for
8: now. That's it? Did you want us to throw you back in the cage?
10: No, no, I'm good. Gwen, if you do not intend to stay here, you must leave. Here are the keys to your car. Please, go home. We will reach out to you in a few days after we speak with our tie to old Cruxmont.
8: It's been lovely talking to you, dear, but I'm rather keen to get back to the festival. So,
5: I just... Leave? With everything I sold? How do I just drive away?
2: And me? I'm not leaving until I speak to Colin.
9: We expected as much. We can bring Colin out to see you, to make your goodbye.
5: When you're ready, Neil, I, I can drive you to the airport on my way home.
2: Right. Home. Let me see Colin.
1: Are you okay? Yeah, I was having a pretty good nap before they came to get me. I was having this memory about riding a horse. It was amazing. How are you? Did you talk to the council? Oh, hey Gwen.
8: Hello Colin.
1: We did.
2: Colin, you know you can trust me with anything. After everything we've gone through together, I really hope you know that.
1: So I need you to tell me, do you really want to stay here? Yes. I know this wasn't the intention of the trip, or maybe it was to feel like I finally deserve better, or deserve anything for that matter. Well, I've i have realized I do. The people here, they already care about me. It feels like i found a family, and not just a circle at my NA meetings. It's complicated, but now that I've been having these memories, there's been more for me to be hopeful about. And I don't feel judged for what I did, or who I am. This is my restart. With that thing down there? Okay, yeah, it looks terrible, but if you can see past that and imagine the future for a moment. I've never been a religious guy, even after all those meetings and rehab, but this is a real afterlife, with love and communication. and lives to explore. I've seen it. I can feel it. It's real. I'm staying, Neil. You really are. Yeah. Sorry. I will always be thankful for what you've done for me.
2: Well, I think I finally got you out of my hair. Uh, You get a nice little cottage in one of those festival pins, right? And you have to keep me updated, okay? If... If shit goes down, you call me. I know. I didn't think I'd be going back alone. I'm really glad I found
1: you, though. If you miss me, you know where to find me. No, you know you can always come visit, if only for a short while. I hear this place though, is a pretty good festival every year. Yeah. Bye, Colin. Bye, Neil.
5: It was nice to meet you, Colin.
1: You too. Thanks for helping Neil out. And hey, who knows? We may be seeing more of each other.
5: I already told Neil I'd keep an eye on you, so put in a good word for me with old Crooksmont.
1: Goodbye for now.
5: Ready? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: This. Plum wine? I, I can't take this on the plane. Sir Gwen. From what I gathered, she owed someone a bottle.
5: Uh, thank you, Colin. And I hope to hear from you again. Very
1: soon? Now go, before I get all embarrassingly emotional around my new friends. <laughs> Drive safe.
2: Careful! I heard too many plums can give you the shits! <laughs>
3: Don't Mind Cruxmont was written by K.A. Stats and produced by Travis Vengroff. Starring Adjoa Ando as Dr. Gwen Kingston, Daniel Demarin as Neil Mitchell, Preston Young as Colin Mitchell, and Erica Sanderson as Adelaide Birch. This has been a Fool and Scholar production.
2: calling. Merry early Christmas, man. How are you?
1: Hey, things are going great. I wanted to call before you had to head to work and before it got too late here.
2: Yeah, I'm just getting ready to head out the door, but what's up? How's the new flat treating you?
1: It's nice. Small, but really nice. I don't spend a lot of time there anyways. See the orchard, library, or pub. Still in the wagon, but everyone hangs out there, so it's fun.
2: Send me pictures when you can. I'd love to see it. Any luck getting the internet hooked up?
1: For games? No, not yet. I'm working on it. So, uh, hey, I called because I wanted to tell you something.
2: Sure. What's up? Everything still okay?
1: Well, kinda, but, you see,
2: we're getting married. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I asked one of her last night, and she said yes. Hello, Nails.
2: Hey, Winnie! Congratulations! Seriously, Colin, I'm happy for you. You too, Winnie, but... You're getting the short end of this deal.
1: (laughs) Thank you. You're the first person we've told and we haven't set a date yet. Well, except Wendy's parents, of course. But we'll let you know the details when we work it all out. Just get to work. I'll text you later about everything. Miss you, bro.
2: Miss you, too. Congrats. And we'll talk later.
7: I'm glad you're settling in, but more so. I think this was the right choice for you to make.
5: I enjoy it. The position is fulfilling, and I have time between larger projects to work on my own research. Nothing's come of it yet, but um, I'll keep at it.
7: I know you enjoyed working directly with patients, and I understand that it's fulfilling, but research is just as important,
5: and there's no danger to anyone now. You don't have to console me, Taylor. (laughs) I'm happy with my choice. But it was really nice of you to stop by.
7: Speaking of which, it's time for me to get moving. My shift starts soon and I still need to pop into the bank.
5: Mm
8: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
11: You seem happier here.
5: I am. Take care, Taylor. I'll see you soon.
11: Leaving already? Oh,
5: uh, Taylor. This is Dr. Erin Danica. Erin, this is Taylor Mallory, a friend from when I worked at the hospital.
7: Oh, well... (laughs) I would very much like to stay and chat with you, but I really have to go. But I am sure that I'll see you around. Call me.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Have a seat, Erin. Sit. Join me. (laughs) Thank you.
0: She seems nice.
5: She is. Uh, And she is, um, she's serious about that call if you're interested. I'll give you her number.
0: I'll think about it. Hmm. Have you tried out a new cafe cart yet? It's good, but I don't think any of the baristas know how to use the milk steamer yet.
5: No, but I bring my own drinks anyway. Oh? What's that? Uh, This is some plum juice. I'm watching my caffeine intake these days.
0: Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleepwave, with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep, with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode, so search Sleepwave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.
12: Hi, I'm Alexis O'Hanian. providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.